The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. All right, boys and girls, welcome back to Beer It Is. My name is Nubias Wilborn. Shout out to Classic and Melanie from the CSPN Network that allowed us to do this show each and every week. And today, I'm at a really special place with a very special person, a bearded beauty of sorts. My man, Donald Durant, owner of Argosy Beer Bar and Establishment here. Donald, how are you doing, man? Yeah, hello, folks. Hey, man. So, let's get into it, man. Let's talk about your craft beer life, your journey. What was the first good beer you had? Do you remember? Uh, you know, this is pretty much everybody's answer, but it's, uh, it had to be some sort of Sierra Nevada. Right. Uh, a porter was the, the porter was the one that uh, um, you know did it for me, and that was you know twenty five or so years ago in my teens. Wow, nice. Uh, well, typically, yeah. you know. By the way, guys, we advertise twenty one and up, but hey, you know, sometimes you know that slips a little bit on there. It's all good. Yeah, that's true, you know, but, you know, everybody gets, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, right, I know yeah. it, but uh, just got to put that disclaimer out there. So, <laughs> where, where are you from originally, man? Savannah, Georgia. Seaport. Yeah. So, down in the SAV, now I went to drinking the porter from Sierra Nevada, sitting on the banks or just walking down River <laughs> Street, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess so. We'll say that, yeah. All right, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. from there, how'd you end up in Atlanta? Uh, I moved here in 1996. Uh, to continue school um, and, you know, touring in punk rock bands. Nice, so, nice. So where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Armstrong, SCAD, Atlanta College of Art. Nice, nice. So had the artistic background. And because I look at this beautiful establishment here, man, how has the artistic background kind of helped you in designing this place? Um, you know, very, it helps a lot. I mean, I see things visually. I'm very design oriented, but uh, my two partners are also the same way. You know, and collectively, uh, our ideas together create you know uh, pretty much a blend of <laughs> useful space with you know with uh, design elements and uh, you know things that um, you know can kind of spark imagination of customers or you know kind of take them on a ride when they're through here look you know so nice and from there before you decided to run argosy you ran a literal underground club <laughs> literally underground uh yeah yeah we did uh, we <laughs> tell were, us about totally that place separate from that i mean uh yeah. it's a place called mjq um, shout out to mjq it, uh, we it was open pretty much as like more of an kind of an art venue uh type place um it was the second opening. There was an older MJQ under the Ponce uh, Hotel. Um, but this was like a bigger version. Um, my partner here, Ben Rose, was uh, one of the origin- original owners and still is to this day the sole owner. Um, and uh, kind of came on early uh, opening with that. Uh, Armando joined a few years later. Uh, but um, it kind of, you know, it morphed into more of a multi use club, you know, <laughs> hitting every single angle. Genre and, of music. Yeah, every and genre of music. And um, a lot of live uh, live bands, uh, which was big, a big part of me, uh, you know, booking 
booking some earlier you know, bands on the earlier on, and then it kind of got to where we uh, opened up Drunken Unicorn to have a soul place for those nice. um, bands to perform, and it became a really popular place, and still is today. So, who are some of your favorite bands you had there? Oh gosh, <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, so many years, so many years. It'd be really go back into the uh, the earlier days with some of those uh, you know shows that. Of bands that really, I don't know, got big. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, yeah. uh, you know, it was kind of neat having them play there. But my favorite show could have been uh, <laughs> Isis, Macedon, and Keel Hall. It was oh, a wow. big, big, nice metal show that we did. And, that, and, and I'm talking about the, the original MJQ Space, not the Drunken Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the Sunday Afternoon Against Me show was awesome. Um, and you had them before they really... Blew up, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, well, against me was already kind of big. Uh, Mastodon just kind of uh, had. It was in the really early days of them. Um, you know, even before the Unicorn was built, Black Lips had their first shows there. Wow. Um, wow. The crew know, from Akron. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, so, yeah. It's uh, well, that no, not Akron. The Black Lips are from Atlanta. Oh, dead group. Yeah. Thinking of uh, gosh, what is it? Uh, Black Keys. I'm thinking about Black Keys, yeah, Black Lips. My my apologies to the crew. Those guys have been in there before too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, in uh, maybe in different projects, uh, but not. I don't think they played there. They've never played there. Okay, but like different Keys. different before guys from the yeah. So it's just a lot of musical history going on in there, and I could go on and on and on, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, long, it's pretty cool. You right, know, good memories from there. Good times. So yeah. then from there, you decide to open this place with a. I said I focus on beer. How do you kind of balance the beer? With the stuff the nerds like and the stuff that somebody coming in, Joe Smo, wanting to try beer that's different from a Budweiser? Um, well, uh, you know, we do have a, a large audience, a broad group of uh, customer base here. Um, if it were up to me, I would survive this place totally on, you know, obscure and rare beers. Uh, unfortunately, that's not going to do it for about maybe the 60% of my customers right um come in for the atmosphere and and to try things but aren't really deep in in uh knowledge and seeking after some of the things we offer so um how do i balance it uh i offer maybe five things uh, (laughs) that are more common and um that people know of still in the craft beer uh realm um and then i rotate uh the other 30 Right, uh, and, and that may be a thing of where, let's say, you may you may carry a Sweetwater 420 or a Tropicalia, things of that nature. Right, uh, those are sitting back there, and I, um, and, uh, I mean, yeah, they're there, yeah, of course. Right. Um, so, uh, but I really love the, the rotating, the one-offs, and, uh, you know, things like that. And what and really, uh, you know, when you look across the board, we are selling more, you know, we realize even though we, we consider a 60-40 uh, for abroad, it's really even that 60%, 30% of them or, or you know, or 50% of the 60% wants to try some things. Right. So, they want to come out and they want to, you know, yeah. hit the untapped list and get right. something that the boys hadn't had or yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. And they're always asking our servers, you know, I want to try something different, you know, I want you know, so uh, it's important for our servers to know what is going on and, uh, you know, keep them educated and that way they can answer those questions and recommend beers for their tables. Gotcha. Guys, guys you're listening to Beer It Is on the CSP Network. My name is Tobias Wilborn, here with Donald Durant, not Durant, 
Donald Durant, not Durant, here at Argosy in East Atlanta. And we're sitting, we're rapping, we're talking about the beer scene. 30 taps. Uh, no, oh. I've got 41 total. 41. I've got 35 up front, 6 in the back. Um, so when I said the other 30, that was nice. Um, referring to so, the... So tell us about those taps in the back, man. Oh, uh, um, well, we have another back little area, back room. It's called the Brigantine. Um, it's been a lot of fun on the weekends. Um, during the week, we uh, have different things going on. We do comedy shows um, called Date Night. If you have not been to a date night, I recommend you come out to one of those. They're, Tell us about Date Night. Uh, it's uh, kind of like the Atlanta comedy uh, circuit uh, with uh, out-of-town guests. Um, it happens once a month. Um, a good friend of ours, Jen O'Neill, uh, and talented comedian, uh, is, uh, puts that together um, with the help of a few other people. Um, that's just an example of something that goes on during the week. That's usually on Tuesdays. Uh, we've got a skee-ball league back there. Uh, Creature Comforts uh, helps us out with that. Nice. Uh, shout out to Creature. A big shout out to Creature. Um, good guys up there, man. Oh, yeah. We do a nerd trivia sometimes, you know, like a once-a-month kind of thing. Right. So, um, yeah, earlier in the week, it's there's other things going on. Uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday are just your, your, you know, your fun nights. Uh, mm-hmm. we got six taps back there and a bottle cooler. Um, nice, okay. Small cocktail menu. It's just fun. Nice. You know, now, what, now what's on those taps, typically? Um, we should typically... Um, We'll always keep some uh, Tropicalia on there. And, Everybody loves uh, the chop, man. You know, uh, Creature Comfort. Well, I, I do that because Creature Comfort is our sponsor uh, pretty much for that. Right. Some of the bits that go on back there. Um, you know, with six taps and a small cooler, I can't, you know, have to be, you know, choosy with what's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, so it's going to be more of your easier drinking thing. I can dig lagers it. I can dig and, uh, But then, you know, at least one good IPA. And then it might have uh, one or two special things on there. But when we do events, you know, it can all change. It depends on what kind of beer event we're doing. Um, you know, we've done our KBS event solely back there, and mm. so those taps get taken up. And, that KBS know. event was really nice, man. You guys had a nice little vertical of KBS going on this yeah, year. Yeah, we do that every year, and it's just a lot of fun. How, how far did the vertical go back and kind of explain to the audience what that, what that is? Well, vertical, you know, is uh, consecutive years of vintage of a beer. Comparing, you know, the purpose would be... Uh, to compare how the beer uh, mellows over time or changes or it might get worse. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, KBS is one of those you don't want to really go past, you know, I feel like three I years think three's the max. is good, but we did we did four. Okay. Um, and, the, and, you know, four years is awesome. Really? Okay. Um, that beer does have a little bit of lactose in it, so if you go... Uh, too long. That's going to start to kind of sour up. Yeah, you don't want that. In a bad way. You don't want that. Not good for that beer. So, um, but yeah, that's the vertical. Nice. uh, But yeah, I wouldn't go any further than four as a, you know, selling to consumers. So right. um, And there are certain beers you can go a little further on the vertical on. Yeah, lots of them you can. Oh yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about those kind of beers. And a little bit more beer hey knowledge. everyone, this is your man Jeremy from the Crown we'll right College Podcast. Here at Argosy, Just remind you that you are listening to a CSPN media presentation. And to check out Crown of Collars every Wednesday so we can tell you what your aunt does when you're not around. This episode of the Beer It Is Podcast is sponsored by Busted Tees. Your home for funny, awesome, cool t-shirts that are sure to get your friends' attention. 
Busted Tees puts many of their popular shirt designs on sale each week. Choose from several eye-catching t-shirts inspired by pop culture. Cleverly themed t-shirts inspired by movies, video games, TV shows, comic books, geek culture, and much more are on sale right now. To help keep our podcast free, you can order from Busted Tees by going to our official website, cspn.us. That's cspn.us. Then clicking on the Keep Our Podcast Free link at the top of the page. From there, scroll down to the Busted Tees banner, and then you can shop for awesome t-shirts. Busted Tees through cspn.us. Do it today. Alright, boys and girls, welcome back to Beer It Is. I'm here at Arkansas with Donald Durant, and we just tried a couple things, and now we're going to discuss what we tried, and then talk about his current beer list and some things that are coming up for Atlanta Beer Week. So, right now, last week you had a Shelton Brothers event. Shout out to Shelton Brothers, shout out to what they do. One of the beers they had that we just kind of had a little bit of, just a little smidgen, was the Mickler Beer Geek Breakfast, man. Tell us about that brew, man. Um, the Keller Beer Geek Breakfast is just uh, a, a solid uh, imperial stout um, that uh, you know, uh, you know, m- amongst, amongst many of. Uh, oh, you mean dissect the beer? Yeah, yeah, dissect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, imperial stout, a little bit of oats in there. Uh, you know, um, kind of an underlying coffee notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Beer Geek Breakfast. Right. It yeah. is what it is. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those good beers. And then... Um, that was actually one of the first McKellar beers that I had. Uh, wow. Ever. Shout out um, to them. That beer's been around for a long time. So. And it's been good for a long time. And yeah. See, I was going to go, another beer you had that I'd be like was the Pohala. The Imperial Baltic Quarter. 10%. And it's a good price point of 7 bucks for an 8-ounce eight, eight glass. Yeah, we try to keep those fun. You know, mm-hmm. those uh, all those beers can... Or, you know, they're a little up there in price, but, uh, you know... Pour them small, keep the price smaller, let people enjoy more. Um, uh, that was very interesting beer. Um, you know, uh, get a lot of, I don't know, this underlying fruit right, you know, right. to it. Uh, almost an estuary type of uh, thing. And, um, you know, I look forward to drinking that one again. I had a taste of that. A little yeah. smidgen of a taste, but it was it was worth it, man. Yeah. And so then I'm looking through your list. I see this Cherry Street Groovy. Child, little four percent guava ale. Cherry Street's really doing it, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're uh, out of Atlanta. We're always excited to get uh, beers from them. Um, we, uh, I just printed a new list. That was one of the ones I took off. It went really quick, um, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, a, a well done, put together as far as for a fruit, uh, yeah. fruit ale. They, yeah. they don't, they don't miss too much, man. Yeah, Those yeah, guys yeah. are doing it. Nick yeah. Tanner, it's crazy ass. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're really doing some good things. So, then from there, you got an event coming up for Beer Week. Got some stuff coming in. Tell us what's coming in. Uh, Well, usually I do go crazy nuts on Beer Week and do events every day. I think this year uh, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. Um, I might just uh, do a one one thing for the entire week. Uh, But I've got a nice uh, collection of uh, some vintage uh, cellared Evil Twin beers. some of them, like the first, uh, even more Jesus brewed. Uh, oh wow! 2012 got uh, it's, um, in 2013. I got the 2013 Biscotti Break. Uh, Imperial Biscotti Break. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, 
Oh, that mold. I love you with my stouts. I've got uh, even more Denmark. And these are all really uh, old and, um, I won't say old, but they're just... Uh, aged. Yeah, they're distinguished. Aged. Yes. And, uh, you ain't going to find um, these I no don't more. have this list on me to, to tell you everything on there, but uh, I had made one, and uh, I got to uh, me and uh, Lauren from 12%. We uh, kind of uh, were having some beers the other day and discussing our event. We... Um, kind of texted back and forth with uh, Yeppe um, about the beers. Mm-hmm. Wanted to verify that these were made, you know, at the date that they say. And right. that they were yeah, Yeppe is the head brewer up there. Uh, you, uh, yeah. yeah, he floats around. He was in Mexico when we had texted him. Um, <laughs> but uh, he was happy to, to hear about it. And then they've uh, always given us great support uh, throughout the years of our Evil Twin events. Cause we always try to do, you know, we always do a... Something I don't know what it is, but those uh, I love the I love those beers. Uh, I love the spirit of the brewer. Um, you know, a lot of them are brewed at Westbrook uh, right. that we get. Um, another great brewery. Yeah, they, they, um, they bounce around a little bit there. I, I kind of yeah, like that they bounce so, around. I like that. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, he verified all the beers. Uh, you know, and hopefully he'll want to come drinking with us. Uh, he was kind of hitting around with that, but uh, I told him I wouldn't tell. You know, if he does decide to come, I won't tell anybody. So, um, <laughs> so you never know. There's a chance. Yeah, you may yeah. be drinking a 2012 Evil Twin <laughs> next to the man who created it. Yeah, and you never know. Yeah, because he's kind of hard to pin down unless you yeah. know what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. So keep your eyes open. And then- This is Tim Dog from the Comic Book Chronicles. Make sure to join myself, Agent 70, Dirt, and Roddy Cat live every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, as we discuss the latest breaking comic book news and also review the new comic books each week, along with discussing TV shows, movies, and much more. And make sure to go to our website, theclicknation.com. You can listen to the Comic Chronicles every Friday by subscribing to the Cold Slither Podcast Network. All right, boys and girls, so we're wrapping up, getting ready. I know my man Donald's got things to do. Here for beer it is. And just going to talk a little bit about just the upcoming stuff. Let's we'll start with this. Where can we find you guys on social media? And on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff. Uh, we're at ArgusEAV on Instagram. Um, you can pretty much Google. <laughs> you can Google Argusy. Uh, we our Facebook page is linked to the events on our website. Uh, we'll take you straight there. Untapped. Uh, we'll take you to our beers that we have on current time. Uh, and shout out to you for doing that too, man. Um, for me, as a, I guess that's a, I guess I'm still a consumer, right? Um, I appreciate knowing or having an idea of what's going to be there before mm-hmm. I get there. Right. Because, like, you go to a place and, like, okay, you know what? Again, I look at you. I look at Brickstore. I look at the Porter. Places like that is places where I want to go and have a good beer. Mm-hmm. And I, it's nice to know that you guys care about making sure that people are aware of what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, it's uh, not the easiest thing to do. <laughs> right. Uh, you, you know, we uh, you got to... Pretty much, once you put your list up, you got to go straight on there, get it done, mm-hmm. uh, get all your, you know, update all everything. Um, Untap makes it a lot easier. Uh, 
in that respect, um, and um, very good uh, thing they have going on there. That helps us out a lot. Um, nice. But, uh, yeah. And so do you, do you still get people, like, kind of hunting you down for certain beers? Because, for instance, like, when you guys had the Modern Comforts from, Tri- from um, Creature Comforts, uh-huh. I was all over that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a great beer. Uh, yeah, um, what, you know, some things I don't uh, go crazy blurbing out of the public. <laughs> I can imagine, uh, yeah. I like for people that come in to get it, mm. to be able to get it before mm-hmm. it's blown out. But uh, I like to also see them market on a, on tap or tell other people about it through you know through the network of right. themselves you know what i'm saying that's gotta feel pretty more, good though right yeah it's kind of yeah, i just like seeing that um <laughs> if you know if i uh posted every single thing we put on the second we made a too big of a deal about it it wouldn't be fun for a lot of people that mm-hmm. don't pay attention to that you know right. so uh um i like to i like i like for the Consumers to get the word out uh, once they spot it, you know, it makes it a little more fun. Um, and you know, again, I don't always do things that way, sure. but uh, you know, when we have really good things on, the longer they're here, the more fun it is. Mm. So, you know, because people uh, get to try it and have it, and right, they get to be yeah. okay. I see what they're doing. Um, you know, I, I don't want it. To, I don't want things to kick in two hours uh, just because I want. Some people work, you know. Oh, yeah. So uh, they open at five. So right. Um, but yeah. And then from there, uh, you mentioned stuff you had coming up. Uh, we talked about beer week. What you doing for that? What else coming up after that for the summer? Yeah, like, like I say again, I toned down my beer week this year. Uh, um, and but it's going to be fun. Um, I got enough beer that'll uh, I think some things will be on for a while. Um, and uh, after that, I guess we have East Atlanta Beer Fest coming up. Uh, that's, um, you know, that's held in this neighborhood of East Atlanta Village. And I usually uh, will put on some more fun stuff uh, during that time. Nice. Um, and Let uh, me know so I can make sure the audience knows as to what's coming. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't tell you specifics right. on that uh, yet. Because um, I like to see what I can get and pair it with what I have. <laughs> so, but I always dig out something nice uh, and fun for that. So. Nice. Yeah. And, 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 and last thing, because that, that brings me to something interesting. Mitch, when you're digging into the crates, man, how do you kind of know what to hold a little bit back of and what to kind of put out a little quicker? How do you how do you manage? How do you work with that? Well, of course, IPAs are your first priority. You don't we don't hold those. Period. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, you know, our wild ales and our uh, imperial stouts or or some very variant style of a bigger beer that will hold up. Uh, you know, we'll hold on to some things. Might hold on to for personal, mm-hmm. for, for things that we're not planning on selling or something. I just want to see what it does. I might hold on to those. Things. Interesting. Okay. I'm happy more on the bottle uh, in the bottle area, but uh, um, no, uh, you know, I just like to make sure our lines are clean, and you know, we do all that ourselves. Uh, don't really like people messing with our lines, um, and you know, I'm very stickler for. Proper keeping of beer. So, yeah, and, uh, and see, and there's so many ways we can go because, like, we talk about proper glassware and the lines. I mean, it's just fascinating as to the dedication. It, I mean, where did that come from, man? Just where the, the dedication or the proper glassware thing? Well, I guess uh, the dedication that leads into the proper glassware. Oh uh, well, that I think that starts with the brewers. Started a long time ago with the brewers. Um, 
as far as the glassware thing. Uh, I we have tried uh, in the past to you know serve brewer glassware with beers. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very hard to do, um, but we have kind of gotten it down to differently. You know where something that'll hold hold in aroma um, mm-hmm. for certain beers. That's what we'll serve it in. Um, things like that. So. Yeah. Uh, how many yeah, how many different types of glasses do you guys have at one time? Uh, in the past, like how many? Well, not, like right have? now on a day like today, like how many different types of um, glasses are back there? Um, we've got an eight ounce Snifter, twelve uh, ounce Tulip, ten uh, ounce uh, kind of a Tulip. Uh, these are all things that will hold in. Right. They kind of work for everything. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we do like flying the better quality of glass. Right, know, right, so yeah. The beer can, uh, you know, the head retention, you know, that's what it's supposed to do, things like that. For our pints, we use Nonic pints uh, mm. instead of the standard pint. Right. Um, there's, the, the glass is better. The beer drinks better. Um, it does capture a little bit of the uh, aroma. Um, and so that's just our personal choice and going with what works. We, you know, we are a big, really big place. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, uh, as far as branded glassware and things, uh, I tend to step away from that unless yeah. it's a Belgian, you know, beer, um, mm-hmm. because uh, the Belgian brewers are more adamant about it. Right, right, uh, right. But I do one thing that would, if an employee, if an employee is actually serving you know, a beer. In a branded glass, it's not the brand of the beer. That's just, I can't. I do not like that. Yeah, yeah, that kind of looks. Well, I hate. That's I hate that. Why we try to, you know, get down to it. Right, I can imagine sometimes you get in a hurry. You just try to pull a glass that works. Not, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't work. Well, for events and things, we'll, we'll use them, uh, and then we'll put them away. Bring right. them back out for the event. And then, okay, yeah. and then from there, I want to thank you for coming on, and we got to come back and do this again because there's so many different topics we want to get into. Um, again. Thank you so much. Thank you for doing what you do at Argosy and look forward to getting back with you soon. Yeah, man. We'll be drinking beer with you. Yes, sir. All right.